0: Welcome to the Daily Dose of Dillingham, here is your host and frontline commander of the humanitarian New World Order, John Dillingham. What's up everybody, welcome back to your Daily Dose of Dillingham, this is episode number 94, 3.36am Eastern Standard Time, May 28th, 2022. I'm your host, John Dillingham, three-time published author, available on Amazon.com, di11ingham.com and the Tampa Hillsborough County Public Library system for free cuz I'm a generous guy I like giving out stuff speaking of giving out stuff I got a few of the $500 Taco Bell bags available $50 Hit me up if you want one. Some of them have cash inside. Uh, you know how it is, ladies and gentlemen. uh, When you go to bed and you're like, "Oh man, I gotta get an eight hours of sleep" because that's what all the doctors tell me to get. And I, and I get into the bed, and I'm like, "All right, I'm timing this perfectly so I can get exactly at eight hours." You know, uh, as soon as the the clock strikes four a.m. I'll have had eight hours of sleep, right, ladies and gentlemen, because it's 8 p.m. I know I'm going to get there. And what happens, ladies and gentlemen? Well, 1 a.m. rolls around, and I wake up. And then I don't go back to sleep, and then I just lay there for three hours, contemplating every fucking thing and problem there is on planet Earth. You know how it is, right? You just, you just, you're just, everything, you, you gotta figure out every problem from like 1 a.m. to 4 a.m., right? Ladies and gentlemen, you gotta figure out all these problems and you're not gonna sleep until you figure them out in your head. Fucking hate it, guys. <clears throat> this is when I need to just, I need to have that lady there, right? Where I just, I wake up and she's like, All she has to say is... Go back to bed, you big, gigantic pussy. Stop inventing problems that aren't there, and stop trying to solve problems that you don't have any control over. And then she just drops the PUSSY like 10 seconds after saying all that, right? Anyway, um, we're going to get into some headlines here and check out uh, you know, the latest and greatest of uh, what we're supposed to be worried about and afraid of. I'm really looking forward to it today because uh, it's only been about 10 hours since the last time I looked at these. Texas school shooting. Police wrong for waiting to storm gunmen as students pleaded for help. Reuters one hour ago. Texas governor. Livid law enforcement gave him bad information on school gunmen CBS New York six hours ago. Ugh! Sorry, I'm still waking up she smeared blood herself and played dead 11 year old reveals chilling details of the massacre scene in 16 hours ago editorial where the heroes police stood by as uvalde students died Begged for help houston chronicle three hours ago officials admit first responders at texas school should have acted sooner welp uh another dark day for law enforcement ladies and gentlemen Never mind the fact that we have an insane shooter. Never mind the fact that his parents gave him an AR 15 for his birthday. Never mind the fact that uh, clearly this school was most likely not prepared for something of this magnitude happening. Never mind all of these factors. Let's focus on the law enforcement, the one group that showed up to do anything about this situation and let's throw them under the bus, right ladies and gentlemen, because we can't we gotta blame somebody, right? we gotta blame somebody, right guys? we gotta blame somebody for the death of these innocent children and it has to be the police it's the police's fault again fucking how can we pivot everything and i get it they took their time right clearly this group of police officers did not either a have active shooter training or b uh i don't know were scared that would be my guess they were scared they heard ar they're like all right This is this is this is my this is me walking up to right. I'm a cop, right? I'm hearing. I'm walking and I'm like, uh, okay, uh, who wants to go in this shit first? You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah, it's definitely an assault rifle. Uh, You can clearly hear the. And I'm thinking at the same time too but an hour, right? So, what's going on? Like, are we strategically, like, y- you know, wh- where where is the, um, I don't know, hero in all of this? Are all the heroes de- Did we lose all the heroes with COVID, ladies and gentlemen? Ah, oh, fuck! Well, we lost the last good cop to COVID, guys. We're all a bunch of crooked pussies now in this fucking uh, precinct, so uh, we're going to sit out here for an hour and not do shit, and uh, whenever it sounds like he's out of bullets, that's when we charge in, ladies and gents. But uh, what about our sworn duty to protect... Shut up, Mahoney. Protect and serve these nuts. Fifteen Northeast Florida church officials on Southern Baptist list accused of sexual abusers. WJXT News 4JAX four hours ago. News 4JAX? Must be Jacksonville, Florida, I guess. Baptist, (laughs) Baptist Report outlines church attacks in Georgia four hours and nine hours ago on that last one respectively. I'm not going into this shit, man. I'm not going into these. (laughs) Uh, Angels agree to Anaheim request to cancel Angel Stadium sale. Los Angeles Times three hours ago. Anaheim activists take City back to court for shadowy attempt at Angel Stadium sale. This is, of course, on the, um, guy trying to make, trying to, uh, make a buck on the stadium or whatever, dude, everybody, everybody, everybody just wants something for nothing, man, (laughs) I was coming, that's the truth, like, I was coming out the other day, like, uh, either in the in or out of work I don't even remember man and I just remember another cabbie just going you know what the fucking problem is with these assholes and another cabbie's like what's up man he's like everybody just wants something for nothing man and you know he just lights up his cigarette and uh, you know and you know you know he's right like you lit you anytime a cabbie is mad about something He's right. I fucking swear to God. 10 out of 10 times. If you got a cab driver that's mad about something, first of all, he's right about what he's mad about. Second of second of all, I guarantee you, he has literally no control over what he's mad about.. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna sell the Angel Stadium, okay? It's worth about $50,000, but we're going to sell it for $500 million. Let's go. Elon Musk, when I saw the Tesla CEO for who he really is. Slate, 21 hours ago. Opinion. Dude, how long is this video? There's a video attached to it. What, is, what if it's an 18 second video of a te- tesla's not-so-long tailpipe? Huh All right I don't even know what I just saw in this video. You know how like you pull up a car video and you're waiting for something to happen and it's just nothing happens? That's what I just watched. Two Teslas with nothing happening. <clears throat> when I first saw Elon Musk for who he really is, the CEO's myth-making often obscures... An uglier truth, the public is finally reckoning with it. On a beautiful day in May 2015, I drove 13 hours from my home in Portland, Oregon to Harris Ranch, California, halfway between San Francisco and Los Angeles at the time, Tesla was touting a battery swap station that could send Tesla drivers on their way in a fully powered vehicle in less than the time it takes to fill up a car with gas. Overtaken by curiosity, I decided to spend a long Memorial Day weekend in California's Central Valley to see if Elon Musk's latest bit of dream weaving could stand up to reality. There, amid the pervasive stench of cow droppings from a nearby feedlot, I discovered that Tesla's battery swap station was not in fact being made available to owners who regularly drove between California's two largest cities. Instead, the company was running diesel generators to build additional superchargers the kind that take 30 to 60 minutes to recharge a battery to handle the holiday rush, their exhaust mingling with the unmistakable smell of bullshit. That one decision to go and find the truth underlying Elon Musk's promises, rather than just take his word for it, changed my life in ways I never could have anticipated. Now seven long and often lonely years later, The world seems to be understanding what I learned from the experience. Once you stop taking Musk at his word, his heroic popular image evaporates and a far darker reality begins to reveal itself. Yay! A good journalist! Who wrote this? Who wrote this? Edward Niedermeyer. May 27th, 5.50 a.m. Sorry, it took me over 24 almost 24 hours to read this. Ed Niedermeyer from The Slate. It feels like it's it's beginning to be a woke article. But I'm still, I'm gonna finish it. Alright, we're gonna finish this together, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Finding those diesel powered superchargers called in question the two pillars of Tesla's image of environmental mission and technological leadership. This led me to start digging, and I found that Tesla was getting nearly double the California zero emission vehicle credits for every car it sold, thanks to its Potem- Potemkin swap station and that its claimed carbon impact didn't reflect the actual energy mix used by its superchargers. This duplicity on Tesla's part, I reason, couldn't be a mere accident. To borrow the folks he's saying, favored by Warren Buffet, there is never just one cockroach so I began digging up every aspect of Tesla's business and in the years that followed my investigations turned up no stories of cockroaches. In the following year, 2016, I discovered some of the ways Tesla maintained his gap between public idealism and private cynicism when I found the company had been requiring customers to sign non-disclosure agreements in return for free repairs to defects. This practice not only propped up Tesla's buoyant stock price by keeping bad news away from the investors ears but also cut off safety regulators from the their only in independent source of information about defects. Then even after major media outlets picked up the story and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration called the practice unacceptable, Tesla published a blog post saying I had fabricated a story implying I had done so because I was short selling their stock in order to profit from the declines caused by my story dun-dun-dun he's writing bad articles to profit dun-dun-dun Edward Niermeier what was this guy's name again Edward Niermeier despite having not even known what short selling was up to that point I was mobbed by an online army of angry fans who repeated these smears. Here was the Turk Durkin or here was the of Tesla's information control strategy, NDAs for customers, smears against critical reporters, a vicious pack of online enforcers, and a total disregard for facts holding it all together. It didn't matter how much evidence I had and how little Musk had, there was always a large and growing community willing to assert that I had to be wrong, biased, and outright evil to contradict their hero." He put community in quotes, too. That's hilarious to me. Bravo, Edward Niedermeyer. As the years wore on, this pattern repeated itself again and again. Factual reporting drew attacks rather than refutation. Must unofficial social media enforcers revolv ev- excuse me, not revolved, but evolved from a mob to an ecosystem of influencers and media outlets and the stock always kept climbing, clear evidence of Musk's overpromising and stories that would have earned any other automaker a congressional hearing all became lost in the shadow of his ever-growing legend. Countless stories never even saw the light of day for lack of corroboration, including some of the most eye-opening anecdotes I heard in more than 100 interviews with former employees as Musk's reputation for aggression cowed many potential sources into silence. Pussies. <clears throat> if there's anything that makes a pussy out of a man, it's money. By the time my book, Ludicrous The Unvarnished Story of Tesla's Motors, was released in 2019, I'd nearly given up on the possibility that my reporting and analysis could cut through Tesla's runway narrative to explain the realities of auto manufacturing and autonomous driving at real scale. Only one things seemed to matter to Tesla's fortunes. Unconditional faith in Musk himself. I realized that this wasn't a story from which most people were going to learn important lessons about critical industries and technologies. This was a celebrity story. But Musk's celebrity has proved to be as resilient as it's unique as it is unique. At least in part because of the genuine enthusiasm for the products Tesla did deliver. Whether calling one of the th- Thai cave rescuers are pedo or tweeting that Saudi funding for taking Tesla private was secure when it wasn't. Actually, the third move excuse me, actually the third such move in Tesla history as I show in my book lost ability to evade serious consequences for his outrageous behavior have been (coughs) unmatched. Excuse me. Uh, And then I lost my place in line. Here it is, even Tesla's rampant violations of the Clean Air Act at its Fremont, California factory paint shop, yet another story showing the deep cynicism behind Tesla's ostensible environmental mission couldn't touch his ascendant status. Four more paragraphs, here we go. Almost done, ladies and gentlemen. Sure enough, in the years since then, must fame and Tesla's stock. Price have grown to even more dizzying heights, even as his behavior became more erratic and his science fiction fantasies became less plausible. For years, I'd heard stories and rumors about his personal life that suggested it was as out of control as his public persona, but even as I realized that his personality was the key to his entire empire, I didn't want to become a celebrity journalist. When Insider recently reported that Musk had paid a cabin crew member on his private jet $250,000 to settle allegations of sexual misconduct, the only surprise for me was that reporters who do cover celebrity scandals had taken so long to catch on. I'd never known this story would play out, and many of the twists and turns over the years have been total surprises, but a single intuition has never left me. Musk's trajectory is unsustainable. It was only a matter of time before impunity and arrogance caused his mask to slip, and then the world would be ready to learn that Tesla's runaway valuation was underwritten by memes, corner-cutting, information control, and outright deception. As it happened, Musk's decision to turn Peter Thiel's "We were promised flying cars and we got 140 characters bond." On its head, and by Twitter seems to have finally punctured his seemingly airtight mystique. Unlike manufacturing or regulatory compliance or autonomous driving, social media is as relatable is a relatable enough topic that everyday observers were able to see that Musk's judgment could, in fact, be questioned. Especially as Musk jostled to buy Twitter, and now attempts to go back on the deal in public. Though Musk's plans for Twitter, like quintupling revenue while reducing reliance on advertising, are no more implausible than his full self-driving or humanoid robot, they are easier to reason through, and the ability to think for yourself is Elon Musk's kryptonite. As I write this, I am no more certain of what the immediate future holds for Tesla and Elon Musk than I have been at any point in this 7 year roller coaster. but if people are ready to learn what I have discovered in my time not taking Musk at his word, at least some part of this spell must have been broken, and if my experience has taught me anything, it's this, once you stop taking Elon's words at face value, you can never see or hear him the same again. Well done, Eduardo. Well done. I like that last sentence. I'm gonna reflect on you know once you stop taking Elon's words at face value, you can never see or hear him the same again. You know, that holds true for a lot of people. Basically everybody. Once you stop taking everyone's statements at face value, you're just never hearing the same again. Thanks, Phil Collins, face value. All right. Um, let's look at the charts here and see how dismal this is. Um, well, excluding all stocks, Adams at the top of my list here, two point four eight percent and nine nine and a half dollars, almost nine dollars forty five cents. Uh, xyos trying to get back to a penny, trying to bust that nut a little bit higher, back into that one cent zone. We may reach there today, we may not, ladies and gentlemen. Do I care? No. I'm gonna um, straight up say too, I deleted the coin app, I was using that while driving, um, and I eventually just decided it was not worth my time. So I got my uh, xyo out of it that I could, and I just deleted the whole shit. Fuck xyo. Actually, I should say fuck Coinbase, um, I decided, here's the thing, i, I racked up like 10,000 coins to trade in for approximately 450 XYO, and if you do the math, it's like $4.50 basically. And I think I took about two months getting all that. and so I just deleted the coin app after after I realized like alright I got this I got this take and then I was able to buy it within um whatever the app is that all it was distributed to whenever I was able to buy it there too I was like alright well if I just want more of this I'll just buy it So that's x y on a nutshell here's here's two things that uh if you're listening coin app, which I know you're not, but um I'm just gonna put this out to the ether to the universe if you just add on a function where I just make more money and don't have to keep tapping your stupid app and don't have to keep putting my card on and uh not charge me money to do all these things, yeah. And it's it's like most of these schemes these days where you get paid money you still have to pay them money to make the money so either way they make money regardless of you using it or not and again just not worth it not worth all the extra hassle and, and headache and looking at a screen every stop so that's my take on uh, coin app for what it's worth um, Bitcoin's still at twenty-eight thousand. Not not much action since last time I reported here, so I'm gonna let it go. XRP is at thirty-eight cents, thirty-eight five. It's four o'clock. I gotta get ready. I gotta get out there. I gotta go help some people get from point A to point B. So thanks for listening. Hope everyone has a great Saturday, and say hi to your mom for me.